You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Today's show is off the leash. We're taking a different direction, and it promises to be full of surprises. Now, I bet right about now, you're more curious than a cat to figure out what's going to happen next, right? Well, it turns out that surprise is good for everyone, including you and your four-legged pal, So it's time to spoil the surprise and not keep you in suspense any longer. Our special guest today has arguably the very best job title in the world, Surpriseologist. Please give pause and applause to the co-founder of Surprise Industries, Tanya Luna. Hey, welcome to the show, Tanya. That is the best introduction I've ever gotten. Thank you. Take a play bow. Take a play bow. You're here. You're here. You're on OPC. I know you've been waiting to get to the top show on the planet. I mean, you know, you've done the TED Talks, you have a best-selling book, but, you know, finally, finally, you got to be an ardent show. I know. I know you're excited. Hey, folks. Me, uh, there's very few things I get more excited about than talking about animals and surprise together. All right. Well, that's perfect because Tanya, <laughs> along with Dr. Leanne Reminger, they just unleashed a book full of surprise strategies that work on pets, people, and corporate America. It's called Surprise, Embrace the Unpredictable and Engineer the Unexpected. I'm really glad you could be on our show today, Tanya. Oh, I'm so happy about it. Now, let me get this straight. This is quite an interesting career pursuit for someone who admitted in the beginning of her book that she didn't like surprise birthday parties in her honor. I used to hate surprise. I I think of myself as completely converted from one side to the other. I actually used to really like surprising other people, but I hated being surprised myself. I was, from a relatively early age, a bit of a control freak. Yeah, we're going to find out just how much of a control freak she was, ladies, gentlemen, and all you cool pets tuning in, right after we take a quick commercial break because we have to pay for the show first. So everybody just sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com 
Obehave is back with more tail wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our cool, awesome, possum guest knows all about surprise. She is a surpriseologist, and her name is Tanya Luna, and she has co-authored a book. It's called Surprise, Embrace the Unpredictable, and Engineer the Unexpected. And before the commercial break, Tanya was just giving us a little clue that she was a high school, maybe, control freak. Tell us about your spreadsheets instead of going to uh, parties. What were you doing at home? So I used to wear a flash drive around my neck at all times. And in the flash drive, what I had saved were numerous spreadsheets. I had planned out everything from, you know, where I was going next week to what my life was supposed to look like in five years to um, even, like, what I expected to feel in my relationship. We would, like, sit down with my ex-boyfriend, clearly ex boyfriend and we would be like okay so what are our plans for our relationship and what's the next phase for us and that was all in a spreadsheet that was my life oh my goodness i mean seriously i'm glad i'm not a dude and was dating you i could just say okay honey now put the fork down in the next two seconds now pick up the spoon ah you did it (laughs) why do you think you've made such a 180 Yeah, I think that in my childhood, I had a lot of change, a lot of uncertainty. Um, I think that my coping mechanism was to keep all the surprise out. And I I went overboard, you know, it became kind of a way of life for me, very, very predictable, very planned. And when I started the business with my sister, Kat, so we started a company called Surprise Industries. Again, I liked surprising other people, never thought I would be my own client. And I started just observing people's reactions when we took them on these surprises. So they wouldn't know where they were going until they got there. And they were nervous, but then they would walk out of it just kind of re-energized and revitalized. And I started questioning my own relationship to surprise. My background's in psychology, so when I started studying the psychology of surprise, and I just realized, you know, I was numbing my own emotions. I was kind of keeping the volume down on the intensity of my life. Yeah, I think in her book, folks, she's got a fun quiz. And there was a couple of questions I like, you know, what is a surprise? Is it an emotion, a mental state? And where do you feel surprise in your body? Does it hit you in the stomach, the chest, the face? So can you kind of dissect how surprise manifests itself in us? Absolutely. Well, I think one of the most interesting things about surprise that you can see in in all animals is this pause button effect. So when we're surprised, we stop. It's basically mm-hmm. this freeze effect for about one twenty-fifth of a second. And you see it with dogs, too. You see it with cats. It's just it's this freeze moment where you're completely in the moment and just processing information at such a rapid pace. And then what happens next is you just get incredibly curious. So you have to try to figure out, what is this thing? Is it good for me? Is it bad for me? How do I feel about it? Surprise is the key to getting your brain to learn because it doesn't want to be surprised again in the future. And then also surprise gets you, among humans, to talk about it, to share that experience. One of the reasons may be that surprise intensifies our emotions by about 400%. So positive surprises are that much more positive. Negative surprises are that much more negative. Wow. Now, her book is awesome. I was reading it, and it's kind of ironic. At the same time, Tanya, I'm co-writing a book with Dr. Dale Anderson. He's a physician who has the Act Happy site, and he, like you, is giving TED Talks. And, you know, you both are hitting emotions, the chemistry of happiness, the chemistry of surprise. I think whether you have two, three, or four legs out there, these seem like pretty powerful emotions that have been kind of parked in the sidelines a little bit far too long. Don't you agree? Absolutely. And, you know, in some ways, I think that there's a little bit even more awareness 
for example, in the zoo community than there is among pet owners and among just everyday humans. You know, in captivity, animals absolutely need surprise. And to some extent, we are, we're getting this. You know, we, we talk about enriched environments. You know that an animal would probably be more comfortable if you just bring it meals and, you know, it doesn't have to move. It could just nap all day. But then what happens is if there is no stimulation like that, there is no surprise, there is no uncertainty for animals and for humans, we start, our mood starts dropping, our health declines. So, a lack of surprise, even though it might not be naturally what your brain worries about, is actually really dangerous for all animals. Now, we're going to get a little chemistry class. I know you're a psychologist, and, and you also, with Dr. Renninger, you guys are working at the Life Labs New York, in addition to your surprise industry. But talk about that wonderful dopamine. What's going on with surprise oh, yeah. and in our brain? Yeah, so surprise and dopamine go hand in hand. Dopamine, some people think it's kind of the, it's been called the pleasure neurochemical. Actually, what we now know is that it's less related to pleasure and more related to motivation, interest, excitement, engagement. So like, for example, when you're falling in love, your brain gets just saturated in dopamine and you can't stop thinking about that person and you're like willing to do all kinds of crazy things and take risks. So dopamine is like that aliveness neurochemical. Essentially, that's what's going on in your brain when you're positively surprised. And that can happen if you bark, purr, or yap like us, right? Yeah, so a neuroscientist named Wolfram Schultz, he actually was one of the first surpriseologists, I think, to really <laughs> popularize, or at least among the academic community, to introduce this concept. He was looking at monkeys' reaction to positive surprises, and he was looking at their reaction to squirts of apple juice, or various kinds of juices, because monkeys love juice. And so that's actually where we started learning. And in monkeys, we started learning that um, surprise has this dopamine-inducing excitement-producing state. Now, I wear many collars in the pet world, Tanya. I'm not a pet surpriseologist yet, Mm -hmm. but I find that some pets have a sense of humor, and all dogs and cats that I've come across get really bored when you're doing sit, stay, wait. So I've tried Mm -hmm. to mix it up by teaching the dogs instead of a sit, I say park it. Instead of going down, I go splat. You know, instead of stay, I go, hey, 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 don't move anymore. And I act, my voice, my body language. Now, I'm sure Chipper and Cleo, my dogs, and Casey and Murphy, my cats, think I'm a whack job. But I will guarantee you this, Tanya, they're not yawning. So tell us why and how. Give us some ways that you can delight a dog and a cat. Let's, for goodness sakes, let's not forget our feline friends out there with surprise. Oh my goodness. Well, with my husband and I would surprise my dog Scarlett. I mean, literally every day we would devise some way to come up, you know, some playful way to surprise her because she actually really loved surprises. And I think she did have a sense of humor. So for example, um, my husband would be, we do this thing where he would be walking her on a leash and then I would come up behind them. She didn't see me coming. She didn't know I was home yet. And then I would start walking her. He'd pass the leash over to me and then he'd start just walking away from her. And she would have this fantastic reaction where she would just kind of walk for a little bit and then she'd stop in her tracks. And you could just tell in her brain, she's going, wait a minute, you're not walking me. Who's walking me? And she'd turn (laughs) around and see me there. And it's the same kind of emotional intensification you see with humans, you know, dogs. I was just watching someone reunite with their dog recently by hiding around the corner and jumping out at them. And you see the same thing, just this extra tail wagging, extra jumping around. I mean, it could be small things too, like 
we used to move around our furniture just to give her some something new and some new stimulation. Um, we used to hide treats for her around the house. Same thing with our cats, very much so. Cats, I think, are a little bit more easily startled than dogs, so well, I think I, yeah. gentler with them. <laughs> with I surprise. think with cats, I've written 26 pet books, and what I can tell you with cats is it's all about dignity. If you see a cat fall off of something and they start, like, grooming <laughs> themselves, they want to be the butt of the joke. Dogs are like, oh, I stepped my paw and poop. That was hilarious. Cats are like, excuse me, I right. meant to do that. So maybe right. it's just they're more subtle, but I think they could dig surprise, too. Now, you've, you've got a couple of felines in your family. Tell us the 411. Yeah, so with my cats, I've since they were little, I've trained them, you know, so they know sit, stay, up jump, come, all those things, you know, I didn't want to leave them out. And, and they've always just been so excited about it. I mean, one of the things you'll notice is that I'll leave food out for them in their bowls, their kibble. They don't eat it. But if I say, give me your paw, then all of a sudden they want the kibble. So there's just more excitement and enthusiasm when there's some challenge, some suspense, some variety. And it's so low cost and low tech too, you know, for my cats, right. I could crumple up a little piece of paper, throw it back and forth in kind of an unpredictable way and their brains go nuts and they're, they're eight years old now and they still play like kittens because they have that constant access to surprise. And what are their names? Because I, at the beginning of the show, <laughs> when we we're just saying hi, you've got a whopper of a name for one of them. Yeah, so Loki is one, and he's, you know, we're considering renaming him lately because he's just just such a mischief maker, troublemaker, as his name kind of made him possibly, who knows. Um, and the other one <laughs> the other one is named Plushka, and the story there is uh, we named her Plushka, which means cinnamon bun in Ukrainian, um, from Ukraine, but then she fell in the toilet, and we renamed her Plushka. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't push her in the toilet, did you? Just oh, never, 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 okay, never, never. Okay. No, we learned our lesson the the hard way. And you're right about dignity. You know, like she doesn't want to be laughed at. So oh yeah, we, we just put respectful. on a show with 900,000 listeners. We just told all of her feline friends that she was <laughs> named after a toilet dunking. Yeah, she's just trust me. There may be surprising. a surprise on your pillow tonight, <laughs> Tanya. <laughs> But I, I do think that maybe if there's a little bit more surprise and a break from routine, that our dogs and cats might be better behaved, maybe have a better, think we rock their world a little bit more. Is that right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah so my dog, who very, very sadly passed away recently, um, she's a pit bull. She had so much energy. And so we'd mm-hmm. always say, we have to find ways to get the pity out of her, like get the pit bull out. <laughs> and, you know, we, the way to do that could be a lot of exercise, a lot of running, but it can also be surprise and variety. So, for example, if you, instead of going left the way you do on your walk, if you just go right, her brain is just so much more stimulated. There's new neural pathways being developed. And so there's more excitement. Her senses are intensified. And that's going to get that energy out and any kind of you know, unhealthier or bad behavior that you might see because your dog is restless or excited. Same thing with cats. You know, they when they're anxious, they start scratching things and that's how they relieve right. that tension. So when they get to play, when they get to see a lot of variety, my cats also, when I move the furniture around, they notice it. They'll sit there and stare at it. And you don't want to do it too much because you don't want chaos and anxiety. Cats really like their habits and they like their routines, but that doesn't mean you have to go overboard in one direction or another. You know, we think of this surprise seesaw for humans too. We have to find ways to reduce surprise in certain areas so we have a feeling of trust and safety and security and then add more surprise in areas where we have more excitement and playfulness and connection. That sounds great. Hey, folks, we're speaking with Tanya Luna. She co-authored a new book called Surprise, Embrace the Unpredictable and Engineer the Unexpected. 
And you can find out a lot about her. Just go to, I love your websites, surpriseindustries.com and lifelabsnewyork.com. We're going to talk more with Tanya after we pay for this show. So everybody sit, stay, or chase a paper wad. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Amy Schumer. You're listening to Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio, where they keep it real and make everyone feel like they're pets. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to OBA. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the OBA show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I have been anticipating with excitement to have Tanya Luna on the show. Tanya, it's a small world. I filled in for a couple months as an editor at Success Magazine earlier this year. And I first ran across you and uh, Dr. Leanne Renninger and your work. I think one of your uh, folks sent us some information to put in the magazine. And I thought, oh, man, I'd love to have her. I wish she did something with pets. I'm not kidding. The next day, we get a little knock-knock on our email door. And it was inviting us to consider having you as a guest on our show. Things are, life is full of surprise. Well, you know, I don't know if I can get sad for a moment with you, but the reason that we, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Well, (laughs) you've got such vibrant energy, I don't want to get mopey, but so, you know, I never would have really thought to start talking about how much I think about animals and surprise and pets and surprise until my dog passed away. And, you know, I was, I was so heartbroken about it. She's such an amazing dog. We named her Scarlet because when we got her, she like her whole body just had scars on it because she was used as bait in dog fights. But she just, you know, we had her for five years, the most loving, kind, just funny, silly dog. And when she died and, you know, she had a great last five years with us and she was much older, but I was just so heartbroken about it and dealing with that negative surprise and and that loss really just led me to think about, well, you know, what have I learned from her? You know, what are, what are the life lessons that I've learned from my dog? And I realized, wow, I've actually so many of the richest experiences I've had for myself personally and with my husband as a family were just around having new shared experiences and adventures together and those silly small surprises. They don't just benefit your dog. They also benefit you and your relationship because they're things to look back on and, you know, and to, to laugh about together. Timing is everything. I'm actually going to be flying to Chicago to give a talk I give called Life Lessons Unleashed by PhDs. Whoa. That stands for Pretty Happy Dogs. And CEOs, and that stands for Cats Extraordinaire. And I think think my life is much better thanks to my furry Fab Four and being able to do what I did. I was an investigative reporter for many years. And the power of pets, whether emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, I I think you're on to something. I think you've got a second book in the making because... Uh. 
And maybe Scarlett's going to help you from above. But, you know, I do a lot of this and how pets have made our lives better and how we can return the favor. And I just think you touched on a delightful emotion that is just not being tapped enough. And that's surprise. And whether you have, you know, like I said, bark or purr or talk. I just think we're so consumed with maybe wearing a little thumb drive around our neck and trying to Mm -hmm. script out everything. But what's the downside to trying to get everything to fit when and where you think it should? Yeah, there's a lot of downsides. I mean, from for example, even just boredom, take boredom among our animals or, or for ourselves, it seems kind of like no big deal, but we're learning that boredom is actually really dangerous for our brains. It's something called hypostress. It's psychologists call it hypostress. So distress is too much stimulation. Hypostress is the stress of not enough stimulation. So just like with distress, your cortisol levels start to go up. It's physiologically uncomfortable. And there's some new research that shows that if we have the option of sitting in a room for 15 minutes without anything to do, versus shocking ourselves, so applying an electric shock, most people will pick the electric shock over the boredom. Or same thing, watching a boring film clip over and over. People have an option. Do you want to just sit and watch it or do you want to shock yourself? Most people actually shock themselves, you know? So it's us trying to get our brain stimulated. And if we, most of us are not very good at coming up with healthy solutions to boredom. And so you see a lot of problems like academic dysfunction, psychological dysfunction, you know, overeating, abuse, things like that. Just even boredom, which is the result of not enough surprise, can be quite dangerous for us. And I know we don't have a lot of four-legged booze hounds. They're not (laughs) tapping our fridge for a beer. But seriously, as I'm a pet behavior, seriously, boredom is just a recipe for disaster for dogs and cats. So you've got a lot of indoor cats out there, and you've got, you know, dogs that their owners or parents are getting too tired to walk them or something. So how do we bust boredom in our pets? I think that's a great question. I think that for our pets, it's just a matter of thinking about what their expectations are. We usually don't think about that. You know, what, it, what can they predict? And if you're doing everything based on exactly what their expectations are, then you're going to be boring them. So are they always eating the same food at the same time? Are they always taking the same kind of walk every single time? Again, you want some level of routine and structure and safety, but you don't want to overdo it. So it can be very simple things, you know, change where their water bowls are, change what you feed them. I do really don't want to change when you feed them, but change what right. you feed them. Every once in a while, for Scarlett, we used to say, okay, so it's Sunday, we all get a fancy breakfast, you know, so we'd like cook her something from scratch. It could be as small as, you know, buying new beds for them to sleep on and finding, you know, for our cats, finding different unique surfaces for them to walk on. Whenever we have a delivery, we'll always keep the boxes out for at least two days so they can hop through the boxes. You know, it's so simple, so inexpensive, but it's all about how can you make tomorrow different from today, just in small ways, and that goes for all animals. How can you just create little changes so that every day doesn't blur into the next? So what's next for you? And if you could tell us a little bit, I know, I think it's ironic that your sister's name is Cat with a K and, <laughs> and you guys started Surprise Industries. Can you just give us a little bit about what that's all about and then how you team up with Dr. Leanne Renninger over at uh, Life Labs New York? Yeah, absolutely. So Surprise Industries is dedicated to getting more surprise out in the world. So you can go to the website to order a surprise kit that allow you to surprise the humans in your life. Unfortunately, we don't have surprises for dogs yet, but I think BarkBox is doing a great job of that. Um, So that's what Surprise Industries is. We also do um, something called the experiment where we get people to sign up, give us a bunch of information, and at some point in their lives, we might surprise them or we might not. 
It might be tomorrow, it might be 12 years from now. So we're just really experimenting with surprise. <laughs> At Life Labs New York, where I'm also a trainer with Leanne Renninger, we actually apply surprise to the workplace. So we use surprise as a tool for adult education, so leadership training um, with always elements of surprise built in. And then we also help companies understand how to reduce negative surprises. So, for example, your performance evaluations. Those should never be surprising. So how do you strategically reduce surprise? And then how do you add surprise? How do you make a company culture more playful, um, more full of variety and richness? So that's something that I get to do at Life Labs with Leanne. Leanne's own research was on the psychology of surprise. Accidentally, she actually found that surprise is the key to our best memories. In laboratory settings, that was one of her findings. And that's how she and I met, because we were both in love with the science of surprise. Wow, that's great. I love it. What's anything up ahead for you? Um, is there? I know in the book, you have fun little tactics, like you talk about bury a cookie or... I forgot, what was the, the, I think it was called, oh, a struggle sandwich. Can you chew on that? What's a struggle sandwich? A struggle sandwich, that's the way we think about building resilience. So how do you become flexible and comfortable with uncertainty and surprises? For many of us, as you know, for me previously, and maybe to some extent, I'm still trying to get better at it. We really like hide away from uncertainty and the unknown. So a struggle sandwich is essentially your best friend or your best snack for building resilience. So you want to start by setting yourself up for an easy win. And then you want to give yourself a chance to struggle. So whatever it is that you're taking on, a new project, a new task, a new relationship, set yourself up for some kind of feeling of success and then force yourself to make it a little more challenging. And then don't give up until you have some sort of positive experience. So essentially, it's building up your brain's resilience for negative surprises so that you're comfortable overcoming those obstacles in the future. That's how we think about struggle sandwiches. I do think you have a possum job. I mean, surpriseologist. You're not going to be one of those people that gets walked away from when you're at a cocktail party or in an airplane. <laughs> um, you're kind of trapped in an airplane. If you tell somebody you're a surpriseologist, I have a feeling you'll never get to open up a book or put on your headset, right? You know, people react in very different ways. Some people oh. will be, you know, fascinated and intrigued, and some people are like, oh, okay, bye-bye. Like, when are you going to get a real job? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So I think, you know, certainly I think of it as a very real job. It's what I do for a living. It's what I think about every single day. It's what I find a way to, you know, I'm one of those annoying people that, like, finds a way to bring up the topic that I'm most passionate about, no matter what we're talking about. So, <laughs> but the, the good part of it is that I I get to talk about surprises with so many different people and learn about how it applies in all these different contexts. So, you know, musicians, artists, filmmakers, but then also talk to like accountants and stockbrokers and everyone actually has, prize plays an important role in all of our lives and we just have to take a moment to stop and pay attention to it and recognize it. And then again, ask ourselves strategically, where do you want less surprise? Where do you want more surprise? I think you put that so well. i give you a pause up on that. Folks, we've had as our special guest today, Tanya Luna. She is the co-author of Surprise, Embrace the Unpredictable and Engineer the Unexpected. I want you after the show to dash over to surpriseindustries.com and also Life Labs New York. And I don't think Labs refers to those Goldens, but just check it out. It's really what you do is you're making this a, a happier, healthier planet for pets and people and even companies, as I said in the beginning. So I, for one, this was a pleasant surprise to have you on as my guest, oh, Tanya. Oh, for me too. Thank you so much. And it seems like you are 
doing your part in making the world a more surprising space for all of our furry neighbors on this planet. I give it my best. And I also want to do a shout out to Mark Winter, our producer. He is the executive producer of Pet Life Radio. We have over 6 million listeners on all our shows all over the country. And I hope you tune in to any and all of these shows. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.